What's up, guys? It's Raf. Uh, before we dive into today's episode, here's a quick word from two great podcasts you guys should all check out. Uh, hope you enjoy. Once every harvest moon, a talk show comes along that is so groundbreaking, raising the bar to such heights that other podcasts step back and say, wow, that show's got it figured out. With a host tempered in focus, commitment, and sheer will, this is The Derek Duvall Show. Pop culture, news, and interviews with fascinating people that channel the great Edward R. Murrow and Walter Cronkite. The Derek Duvall Show. Find him on Twitter and Instagram at Derek Duvall Show, and find his new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Podchaser. The Derek Duvall Show. The best thing to happen to hump days since the Geico camel. What what? It's the Dad in a Rock podcast. This is Sean. And this is Chris. Join us every week as we give you the dad's point of view on pop culture. And stumbling our way through fatherhood. <laughs> dad jokes. Star Wars. Streaming. Tech news. Movie news. Listen to lifelong pals tell stories from past and present. Cruise with us into the cheesy every week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and other podcast platforms. And as always, find past episodes and links to our social media pages on dadnarock.com. Welcome back to Straight to DVD. Ref, hello. Michael, welcome back. Thank you. I'm here once again. Good to see you can't, again, can't, man. Can't get rid of me, dude. No. It's almost the new year. It is. We have a very special episode as a result. We do. Yes. Yes. Our Kwanzaa week episode. Yes, if you will. <laughs> if you um, will. It's the first film to release on HBO Max as part of their 12-month-long film. F- Film extravaganza? Yeah, of movies straight to... TVD? TVD. (laughs) And also kind of in theaters Mm -hmm. where they're available or whatever. Yes. And that that movie is, of course... Wonder Woman? 1988. Four. Yes. Damn it. Wonder Woman the 80s. Yeah, essentially Wonder Woman the 80s. Yes, it is. Uh, The film about a beautiful, successful, (laughs) powerful woman... Who tells minorities yeah. and folks lesser than her that they should be satisfied with what they have, stay in their lanes, and stop complaining and wanting for more. Because life is good. But it can be better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, needed more of that in the movie. Absolutely. Um, shall we just... Let's dive right dive, in. Dive right into it? Let's dive right in. So, Raph, the time Spoilers. Period. Spoilers, yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen Wonder Woman, uh, pause... Go watch it. You can sit on your couch right now and watch yeah, it. Yeah, you can watch this while you listen, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. it syncs up perfectly. Think of this like, as a companion piece to the yeah. film. <laughs> yes. This is like live commentary. Yeah. Um, it's like, a you know, those DVD special features or whatever. Right, yeah. yes. We're Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah, same shit. Yeah. Um, so, Raph, cool. the 80s. It's the 80s. Yes. And how, how did we get here? What's what's the crux of the film? What's going on? So it's the eighties. It's been like seventy years since the first Wonder Woman movie, mm-hmm. and she's just been in hiding this whole time. Yep. Um, because there there's nothing else for her to do. She's just been saving grandmas and cats <laughs> from trees because there were no other major world events that needed to be stopped before between all. World War One and nineteen eighty four, like the Second World War or I don't know the Great Depression. <laughs> The civil rights movement, the Vietnam War, the rise of fascism in Europe, uh, Stalin, <laughs> Hitler, you know. She she chose to take a backseat for all of those and just wait until shit really hits the fan and 
Washington, D.C. in 1984. Right. And she's like, right. now enough is enough. It's time for me to start superheroing again. Well, no, they know. They knew. It's like, well, it had to be set in the 80s, otherwise they couldn't make a trailer to Blue Monday. Yeah, that's Yeah. <laughs> that's If the movie takes place in the, in the 50s, that trailer would make no sense. Yeah, what, what was it going to be? Wonder Woman 1996? <laughs> it just takes some time a little because I'm in the middle. Wonder Woman skateboarding. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman 1998. Yeah. It's just the Tony Hawk pro skater soundtrack. <laughs> right, right. Oh, um, Wonder Woman, do a kickflip. <laughs> <laughs> She's playing PS1. Yeah. Um, so the big crux of the movie is there's this magical wishing thing that's happening. Yeah. The wishing stone it's, from from Thanos. Yes, yes. One of the infinite. It's an infinity stone. It's essentially it's an infinity, infinity stone. stone. It's a monkey's paw. For anyone who doesn't know what a monkey's paw is, it's a fantastical relic um, from history where it grants you your wish, but it takes something from you in return. What? The monkey's paw. What? I, what? Damn monkey. Monkeys and their paws, dude. Yeah, dude. Just fucking monkeys rascals. have paws. Fucking rascals. I don't know, do they have hands or are they I think paws? they're kind of hands. Monkeys have hands. Some, like a hand-paw mix? Yeah, paw a, hand a, mix? a maw. Yeah. A hand. Whatever. So, <laughs> so, 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 so there's that thing. There's that thing. And that's why Chris Pine, the lovely Chris Pine, is back yeah. as Mr. Steve, Steve Trevor. His last name's Trevor? Yeah, Steve Trevor. He has two first names. That's a stupid name. Never yes. trust a man with two first names. No, especially when he's somebody else entirely. Yeah. As, <laughs> So let's let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah. Um, a movie that what happened there? Um, that completely okay. So so early on in the film, she's holding the the monkey's paw, the stone, mm-hmm. the, the infinity stone, yes. and um, and she's like, I know what I would wish for. All yeah. of a sudden, everybody like takes this shit seriously, yeah. and they're just well, like, I know what I wish for. Some oh, dude, like, jokingly comes up and he puts his hand on and he's like, I wish I had a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets the coffee. And then he gets the coffee and everyone's like, well, this has to be real. What's, what's the monkey's paw version of getting a cup of coffee? You just shit yourself, yeah. right? <laughs> right yeah, what was taken from that Yeah, guy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, so she... I want, I want a movie where it's just... Oh, it follows that guy, the yeah. intern? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, damn, I wish I... Saved my wish for something more yeah. than just a cup of coffee. Oh, oh, no. You know what it was? He took a sip and he was like, fuck, that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> he so like he burnt his, his tongue. It's too hot. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks, man. That, yeah, horrible. Yeah. Um, so Wonder Woman, Diana Prince, wishes mm-hmm. to have Steve Trevor back in her life. Yeah. Because the movie starts off and like there's all these pictures of Steve Trevor. She misses yeah. him. Yeah. Whatever. She looks up into the sky. She sees a plane. She's like, Steve used to fly planes. Yes. My dear Steve. 70 years. She hasn't found somebody else, but okay. Yeah. Um, so she wishes for him back, and he comes back. Mm-hmm. But, but he, he's not back. He's not back. It, it's, it's unclear exactly what's happening, but he is either in the body of some <laughs> random man, or some random man is bewitched to make him think he's Steve Trevor. Yeah. And to Diana, at first he looks like the other guy, Yeah. but then... He starts to look like Steve Trevor. And only Steve Trevor. And only Steve Trevor. And then they go to his apartment and smash. Yeah. And it is the equivalent of Diana raping a unconscious man. It's kinda it's kinda date rapey. It is very it's weird. Because if the roles were flipped and a man wished for his yeah. his dead wife back <laughs> and it was a a woman who mm-hmm. was like, It's me. Yeah. Um, but it's p- like people, just another woman. People would have lost their minds. <laughs> well that's because <laughs> sexual assault usually tends to go that way. Sure. Then, yeah. Then, 
That's a whole other whole other conversation. <laughs> that I think I think I don't think Patty Jenkins intended to, to be the takeaway. Dude, she may have. Let's talk about sexual assault in this movie. Oh, that's true because it does it happen. Co- it comes up again. It does. And like, it's not as um, it's not as like overt, right? I guess as it could have been. But there's some subtexty stuff with Kristen Wiig. Yes. And the guy who she sees a couple of times, who is like in the park, mm-hmm. and he's like probably going to rape her definitely um, intended and then he sees her again and she like beats the shit out of him and like that's when she becomes a bad person because she beat the shit out of someone who his only intentions were to right. sexually abuse her right so like is she really in the wrong for that like well, I think she has every right to beat the shit out of that guy. That's what was so weird about... He's, like, he's what, a total skeeveball. Yeah, no, absolutely. He totally deserved what happened. And they tried to paint it like, oh, she's evil now because she beat up a predator. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, what they tried to do with her character was so weird because all she wanted was to be, like, pretty and successful and attractive and funny and personable. And all that took from her was, like, her warm personality but yeah. it didn't even really seem to. Like, she still seemed fine. She, kind of, she was, like, making jokes and stuff around the office. Yeah. Maybe she was just kind of a cold person. She started... All that happened is she started getting angry when Diana was just like, yeah. no, you need yeah. to go back to being a loser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is fair. Like, Yeah, no, but it's like... As someone who's been a loser, if I got cool and someone was like, you need to go back to being a loser, right. I would be pretty upset. Right, and then yeah. later in the movie... Um, so, okay, so Pedro Pascal... <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Pedro Pascal um, gets eventually the, the the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. And he 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 looks at the Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity Gauntlet and says, I wish to be the Infinity Gauntlet myself. Itself. Yeah. So it disappears and he becomes it. it yeah. I guess. It's, they it's, don't really explain it's what's such happening. such a spectrum of wishes between the dude who just wants coffee and Pedro Pascal asking to be the stone itself. It seems like there would be, like there should be like a limit or a cap to what you're able to wish, or like how specific it should be. But I guess that's the thing with monkey paws; like you just wish for like whatever, and like it comes back to bite you in the ass in some yes. some weird way. That monkey paw comes to back to fist you in the ass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't fuck with monkeys. <laughs> yes, they'll, they'll they'll come right for your bum, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that scene in Bruce Almighty. Yeah, hey, little anal dwelling butt monkey. <laughs> Time for you to go home, little buddy. <laughs> Bruce Almighty. Anyways, <laughs> back to Wonder Lady. So, so here's the thing that this is this bothers me so much in like science fiction movies or movies that like bend the rules of reality. Yeah. If you're going to introduce science fiction or fantasy, yeah, there are then rules to what you introduce. Mm-hmm. Like you have to work within the rules that you're creating. Yeah, like Spider Man, for example. Like, oh, this guy can shoot webs and like stick to walls, yeah. but he's not like invincible. He can't like fall off a skyscraper and live. I I've played Spider Man. You oh oh the game the game. I thought you meant like, yeah. I <laughs> I pretended to be Spider Man. Yes. I believed so hard I was Spider Man and I fell twenty stories and lived. So you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but. But there are, you know, there's rules like um, Lord of the Rings, like the One Ring, it can only be destroyed in like yeah. in Mount Doom, and, yeah. or like Superman, for example, like he's yeah. not all of a sudden invulnerable to kryptonite as the plot requires him to be, even though yeah. that does happen yeah. in, in a couple of movies. <laughs> um, but this, when a movie completely rides on the, the the crux of these wishes being made mm-hmm. and 
what they give you and what they take from you, there needs to be consistency with that. Mm -hmm. So in Diana's case, Steve Trevor comes back but has to possess the body of a guy, whereas the president wishes for nukes and the nukes appear out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like, why doesn't Steve Trevor just appear out of nowhere? That's the thing. Within the rules of this movie, it would have been just as plausible if Steve just appeared out right. of nowhere as like an undead version of himself. That doesn't and change yeah, the plot. I don't think anyone would have walked away from the movie like, you know what? I liked it. But right. Steve just popping up out of nowhere, that don't make no sense. Like other things yeah. just pop up out of nowhere. So right. if it were Steve... It would be fine. Because the monkey's paw of her wish is not him having to be in the body of somebody else. It's her losing her powers. Yeah. So why is there another stipulation on top of, of it, that? It, it was strange. Unless the way that she made the wish was like, I wish Steve would come back in the body of another man. Yes, unless that was her kink. Because she doesn't say it out loud. Well, she, that's right. She says... she. But, she, that, but that's another thing. I think you you're have supposed to, to you're supposed it. to say it out loud. That's you why he just, touches them and, and he, he's like, you have to say, say I wish. It. Don't you wish, wish it? Yeah. So, why does it work for her at the beginning? Yeah. It's very inconsistent. It is It is a little inconsistent. And then because Pedro Pascal becomes the stoned, he just starts dying? For well, that's what reason? it takes from him his, or something. His, his life force. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, can we talk about the stupidest thing in the movie? The, the, the runtime? The, yes. Okay, first of all, the first hour of this movie was not Wonder Woman. It was Diana Prince. Yeah. There, there was the one Wonder Woman mall scene, which, which was very bizarre tonally. It, it, it was super bizarre. Because like an action movie like this, like a big one, it usually they usually open on an action sequence, mm -hmm. and then they let things die down and like we'll like introduce like a villain or something, or like get us up to speed on where our, our hero is. And this one, it has like an opening scene when she's a kid, and then it has another opening action sequence, which was just like kind of jarring and like a yeah. little unnecessary like pick one or the other i get why they had the first one because it kind of comes back later in the movie but the mall scene is just like okay so she's wonder woman in the 80s right uh, you could Which, you could you could do that with like a newspaper clipping right and like you, you, you could, could like a shot of like a desk and it's like mysterious like bank robbers are you know also are are are, are, are their plan is thwarted by unknown being thing but here's here's the thing here's two things one, you could clearly see them being like, oh, it's the 80s. We'll have a fight scene in a mall. Yeah. That's 80s. Yeah. And two, it's like the whole sh her whole shtick was like, she takes her headband and destroys the cameras. Yeah. The cameras pick her up before she does before that. Before she does that. And yeah. there's it's countless witnesses, witnesses who see Because it's a mall. Yeah, it's a mall. In the 80s, and it's full of people who see her and could like easily describe her right. to police. Like, it's not yeah. a total mystery. There was a woman swinging through the mall. Yeah. Like, oh, she was wearing this weird, like, red-gold outfit. Yeah. And she had this, like, light-up lasso thing, and she was swinging through the mall. And you mean to tell me that no soldier from World War One like, told anyone that there was yeah. this a, a <laughs> indestructible woman that yeah. helped them win the war? Not a single person? Yeah. Like, there was no, like, myth about it's that? It's not like she's, like, yeah, she's, like... Is she in hiding, or right. is she out doing Wonder Woman things? Yes. And how long we're supposed to believe that this can go on for 70 years without right. anyone saying... No, no, no. No, no. There... I, 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 I <laughs> and then it's supposed to go another... And then it goes another, like, 30 years before right. 
before Ben Affleck. He's like ben trying Affleck, to find her. He's like, oh, who was this woman? Yeah. And there's no like, again, like newspaper clippings yeah. from the 80s of like, woman saves the world from bad wishes. Yeah, it makes no, yeah. How is that not, okay, 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 okay. So the world is about to end <laughs> in this movie. People are having their wishes granted. Through TV. Through a TV. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. The stupidest fucking thing was the president being like, this is our new technology. Yeah. It uses particles to touch everyone. Yeah. And Pedro Pascal looks directly into the yeah. camera and is like, did you just give me a plot point that allows yeah. the movie to make sense? <laughs> because then everyone in the world hears what she says through yes. the TV. And everyone, because, everyone in the world knows that the world is ending and that they're having wishes being granted. And everyone yeah. says, I renounce my wish. And none of their memories are wiped. <laughs> so why is, isn't Ben Affleck as Batman, who is alive at this yeah, period of he time? he was probably like six. And he probably wished for his parents to not have been shot yeah. in the alleyway. He doesn't remember that yeah. this insane world event happened. No. Fucking doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. I will say, besides the movie being way too long and like, completely illogical mm -hmm. i kind of liked it sure sure okay so here i, I will talk I, I will i want you to tell me what what you responded to positively and then i'll, I'll share mine as well okay um what did i respond to positively i don't want to come across as a douche <laughs> but i think i watched this movie in a particular mindset that allowed me to enjoy it mm -hmm. in a way that um i feel like a lot of people weren't so i would like Obviously, like, it was cool to watch a, like, a superhero movie, a comic book movie. Like, we haven't seen one in, in ages. Like, you know, we, we haven't been able to go to movie theaters to see all the big blockbusters and shit that came out. So, one, it was, like, kind of cool to just, like, have that, like, even if it was just on my couch, on the TV, it was a spectacle, like, watch it with the sound up and, you know, on a nice TV and all that shit. So, it felt like a movie-going experience. It was nice to watch something new that was also, like, even though it wasn't communal because you're not going to the theater, but like everyone around you was watching it and you're, you know, texting your buddies and you know, all that shit. Like, hey, dude, what'd you think about Wonder Woman? <laughs> so I like that. Um, I also liked all the, like, like all the eighties, um, like critiques of like the political and cultural mm -hmm. thought of America in that time period. And like, it was like, it wasn't subtle at all, like what they were doing, but I still, enjoyed the movie for like trying to do that um in a way that like was sort of entertaining it was like pretty interesting it was fun it wasn't like the smartest thing i've ever seen about the 80s and like 80s greed and like what that does to people and what it did to the country as a whole right. um but it was fun it was cool like i enjoyed it it wasn't necessarily a wonder woman movie it was just like I think Patty Jenkins just wanted to make a movie about how shitty the eighties were. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, I have this wonder woman character that I'm in charge of. So I'll just plop her in there and I'll make the other movie that I want to make. And, and then it'll also be a wonder woman movie. So we'll make a shit ton of money. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. But that was, yeah, that was what I responded to. I thought that whole, like, just like the greed and the, the want and like trying to reach like a certain goal or, status or plateau or whatever without actually working for it is like a perfect critique of like what we were doing as a country in that particular moment in time so i thought that was cool and i was watching it like more with that mindset than like this plot makes no fucking sense because the right. plot didn't make any sense right but i was kind of able to put that aside 
if if you're if you're a film snob, you could pick the movie apart very easily. Yeah, you yeah. Could, you could be like, there's there's a jet at the Smithsonian. Yeah, and it has fuel in it. it uh, yeah, it also. <laughs> <laughs> I I watched this with one of our with one of our friends, and he pointed out that no jet like that would have side by side seats. Yeah, they what? would be front and back. Yeah. But, but then they couldn't have a scene to yeah, hold could, each other's hands. Yeah, they wouldn't need they need the scene for the trailer. Right. The fireworks. The, fireworks. the fourth. The fourth. <laughs> of July. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh. Yes, of course. Um, or the fact that she's like, oh, yes, my father used to be able to turn things invisible. I've yeah. never mentioned it before. I've never tried it before. I'll never try it again. Let me see if I can yeah. do it. I did it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah. One scene. Jet. The invisible jet. Um, but yeah, like storytelling wise and like plot point wise, this movie made no sense. Yeah. But as a critical text, I was able to respond to it in some, in some way where I I enjoyed it. I did uh, to an extent as well. Um, I think, uh, critically it, it fails pretty hard, but I think it's got a lot of heart, uh, similarly to the way the first movie had Heart. Like I am a big fan of the first one. I really, really like the first one, mm-hmm. largely due to the chemistry and on-screen romance between Chris Pine and Gal Gadot. I think mm-hmm. they're fantastic together, mm-hmm. um, and that's even more so um, apparent in this. They are the highlight of the movie, the two of them together. Mm-hmm. Um, although I did find the Chris Pine fish out of water joke to be to start to get repetitive uh, as it went on. So the yes. thing about like all like the cheesy 80s stuff and like they're at the mall and he's like going through the all the clothes and stuff and he's like look at these 80s clothes these are wild parachute pants what's up with that oh man every everyone break dances in the 80s that's so crazy but i think a lot of that was like back to what i was saying before about like it's like supposed to be about american access like it's not it's not just doing that for the sake of 80s gags it's like making fun of how excessive that period in time was right for right. a lot of people and like right. what they were doing with it. And it wasn't like, it's just like, it, it just, it gets to the point where it's just like every scene. Yeah. He looks it's at like, it with mouth agape, eyes shiny. And he goes, that's incredible. Yeah. I literally counted. I think he said that's incredible to something he'd never seen before. Like six times this whole fucking movie. And it happened twice in one scene. Is that more than he said? than uh, Pedro Pascal says life is good. But it can be better. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a bit, just a bit more. He was okay. So I loved the performances. I loved the core four actors yeah. in the film. I thought they were great. Uh, Kristen Wiig was was fine. I she didn't. They didn't really give her like a scene to like really. Yeah, uh, it was stretch a weird her chops casting because like in the beginning, she's doing like her awkward Kristen Wiig like woman from Target bit. Right. Where she's like super weird and like oh 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 I'm Kristen Wiig. Right. Yeah. Um, and she didn't have enough scenes like that. Mm-hmm. And like most of it was just like sexy Kristen Wig, which That's was right. kind of weird, which I guess is part of the point. It's but just, they also didn't give like once she was in that mode, they didn't give her enough like they didn't give her like any scenes to really just like ham it up or anything. Right. Well, it's it, it's the problem with that is it's the classic Hollywood trope of like put an attractive blonde woman in a pair of glasses and all of a sudden she's an unpopular nerd. Yeah. It's like, okay, sure, whatever. I guess we'll, we can see past that. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know, wouldn't it be great if there was like an emotional scene for her where she like, she too renounces her wish or like before she makes the wish, like, 
you really see her alone struggling with her. Yeah, like, we don't really get, get her. That. We don't yeah. get her enough on the front end to like buy anything that she does on the back end. Right. And like the stuff with Diana, they they meet once, right. and they go to one one lunch together. Right. And all of a sudden, she, you know, she she envies Diana, who, mm-hmm. um, and Diana's like very concerned about this person who she only met once at work, like isn't like a good friend or anything right. it would have been maybe a little bit better if they had like an actual relationship or something um and diana was like consistently the only person who was nice to her at work and they were like actually friends or mm-hmm. nah. i i read i read a neat take on it it would the movie would be so much better if it was scaled back immensely and the whole movie was about their relationship and it was a a class popularity struggle thing and mm-hmm. how they grow apart and that's the whole uh, crux yeah. of the film. And how she's so alone because she doesn't have Chris. And this other woman is so alone because she doesn't, you know, she doesn't have friends or is popular with, with anybody. Yeah. And she finds a friend in Diana Prince. But then, you know, it just it doesn't work out for whatever reason. But instead, the movie just, like, the stakes get out of control. Yeah. And the world starts to end. Yeah. Um, Part of that might be going back to just, like, excess everything, like... Everything sure. needs to be as sure. large and grand and like as big as right. as possible. But I think that was less so. It was less so that, and more so just like this is a comic book movie, so the stakes need to be the end of the world, right? Or else people won't enjoy it. That was my problem with the first movie too. I loved it up until the final act, where it's the biz, big CGI battle, and then yeah. I was just like, oh goddamn, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um. Like you can make superhero movies that aren't world ending. Yeah. Like catastrophes yeah there are some really cool superhero movies where it's just like they gotta save the city or, or something yeah. like that or i gotta save my girlfriend yeah <laughs> yeah there's one bad guy and i yeah. need to stop that bad person yeah. from destroying this half block it's great the final the original spider-man film sam raimi spider-man film the final fight between spidey and green goblin they're just fighting in a room yeah there there are literally and, no stakes and he's it's just like i have to beat this guy or he's gonna murder my aunt and my girlfriend yeah <laughs> that's literally it. yeah and it's no, great it's got to be the world is ending or else yeah people who, or, who cares yeah, yeah who cares um but other things that i love like pedro pascal playing up a like a cocaine fueled uh tycoon who's a failure i yeah. thought was was great Oh, he was fantastic. Um, I thought they humanized him more than any other character uh, in Which the was kind of weird. Yeah. He gets, like, his redemption moment at the end before Kristen Wiig does, which I thought was pretty inappropriate. For oh. a movie that's, like... Like, the first movie was super groundbreaking and that it was, like, the first superhero movie about a woman. Mm-hmm. I feel like the gender politics of this one felt, a, not backwards, but a little mishandled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Inter- like the sexual assault stuff and and Pedro being the one who gets his moment of redemption before Kristen Wiig. Yeah, also like, like she what... should have been the more humanized of the villains. Right. Than him. Right, right. Well also like what were the what were the were the stakes with his son? Why did he like all of a sudden realize that his son was in danger and how did he and his son immediately get to be in the same field together? And how did his son get there and how did he get there? And you really expect me to believe that yes. you're going to convince five billion people, or however many people were on Earth in the '80s, that <laughs> that um, 
as you, you're like, the world will end if you don't renounce your wish. You mean to tell me that not a single person, lunatic on earth, wished the world to end? It's just like, it's like, or that literally the entire uh, ending of the movie making sense, you have to believe that she convinced everyone in the world to renounce their wish. Well, that's because they were seeing the truth lasso through the TV particles that touched them. So they were being touched by the truth. And the truth is that they don't want their wishes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life is good, but it can be better, but you shouldn't try to make it better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Life like, is good. Like what if someone what if someone was like, I wish my son didn't have leukemia anymore? <laughs> Wonder Woman's like, if you don't renounce your wish, we're all gonna die. Yeah, that's that's fair. I don't know. It's like yeah, I mean, dude, it's a superhero movie. Yeah, so, like, whatever. Fuck it. Logic has to go out. out I I, res- to I responded very emotionally um, to a couple of scenes. I responded very emotionally to her saying goodbye to Steve again. Um, that hit me uh, very deeply. Yeah, that was a cool scene. Um, I thought I thought that was great, and I really liked um, the 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 ending conflict between her and Pedro Pascal not being a fight, it more being a, like, you know, yeah. look at the truth. Yeah. Like, it's like an emotional yeah. battle. Right. More than just like, boom, boom. Yeah. Bam, bam. Right, right. I didn't, yeah. I didn't like the scale of what was happening, but I liked, <laughs> I liked the sentiment of what she was trying to communicate. And I think what the movie was trying to do. Yeah. Um, but then it's just like, there's no ramifications. Like everyone renounces their wish, the world goes back to normal. He doesn't get thrown in prison, and yeah, she saves the world. She, yeah, that's Wonder Woman. Kristen Wiig's no longer a cheetah. Yeah, she looks directly at the camera. I want to be an apex predator. I want to be a CGI cheetah. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. Also, Pedro Pascal can. How does he get the, her? How does she get a? How does she get a second wish? How does she when get a no second, one else gets a yeah, second wish? Yeah. How does she get a second wish? Does especially, coffee guy get a second wish? I don't think so. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about this man. No, people don't get second wishes because he's like, he's like, did I grant you a wish already? And oh, the guy yeah, is like, like yeah, yeah, yesterday I got you gave me a, a Lamborghini. Yeah. He's like, what is it with you guys in Lamborghinis? Yeah. <laughs> Life is good, buddy, but it can, it can be, be better. better. <laughs> <laughs> he says that like three times in his intro scene, and then he yeah. laughs every time. He's like, ha! Wonderful! <laughs> it's so it's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, so no, you don't get a second wish, but she gets a second wish because if she didn't get a second wish, she wouldn't become Beach the cheetah. cheetah. Yeah. Um, but she kind of already was turning into the cheetah. I guess so. Like the day after she gets her wish, she has cat-like reflexes when she jumps up on the table and the water spills. I was expecting it to be like a sort of body horror thing where the monkey's paw for her was that like. Oh, it hair starts, starts to grow, grow on that her, been and like a cool. tail starts to show up. That would have been pretty rad. I thought that's what was going to happen, and then it didn't. Yeah. And she just appears as a cheetah then at the yeah. end, and I was like, what? So, so weird. Um, the CG in this movie was pretty bad. Yes. Talk to us about that, the, ref. <laughs> Um I will preface it by saying I think it's unfair to just judge movies based on their CG. Mm-hmm. I think we've gotten to a place as like, popular moviegoers as in general as people who are just like well the cg was really bad in that movie so it wasn't good cg was really good in this movie so i liked it like there are more to movies than that yes let's definitely let's get beyond just cg 
Um, <laughs> I think CG is like overused and a lot of times can take away from a movie, but it's necessary in superhero movies. Yes. The CG in this movie was really bad at points, hysterical. And I'm convinced that it was intentionally hilarious because the amount of people who need to work on that between the design team and the animators and the director and producer and everyone else and test audiences and yeah. shit. Yeah. The way that Diana runs is fucking bizarre. <laughs> it's like like the 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 speed at which her legs are moving doesn't match with the speed that she's moving through space. Right. And it kind of looks <laughs> it kind of looks like she was running on a treadmill and they just like there's digitally a, re yeah. remove the treadmill. Yeah, and there's a green screen behind her that's, <laughs> that's like roll, like old Hollywood yeah, that is it's like just rolling, yeah, around. rolling around. Exactly, that's exactly what I thought too. And Kristen Wiig looked like an extra from Cats. She did. That's the first thing I yeah. thought. I was just like, oh, yeah. something's awakening within me. <laughs> Does it, there's got to be a butthole cut of, of Wonder, Wonder Woman '84? Yeah, 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 of course. Release the butthole cuts of Cats and Wonder Woman. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but that CGI, it's so funny to me because, uh, so another stupid thing, yeah. uh, is Tell that me. when they're in the invisible jet together, <laughs> uh, she says, the one thing I've never been able to master is something you have flight. Now, first of all, he's not flying. He's in a machine. Uh, <laughs> he's literally uh, a pilot. Yeah. Second of all, you she can't. had 70 years to learn how to become a pilot. Yeah. She's like the smartest person in the world. Right. She's. She's literally a god. And then he insults the Wright brothers and says that it's yeah. it's just wind and air. It's very like simple. Every, 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 every rocket scientist. Yeah, right. Every engineer who's ever designed a plane, he's like, yeah, it's just wind and it's air. Just wind and air. And you just go with it. And then when she lassos through some lightning, she hears yeah. that voice in her head. It's just wind and air. And she's like, it is just it's wind and air. And yeah. then she flies. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, the CGI of her yeah. flying looks more realistic than <laughs> when she's <laughs> running. <laughs> Dude, next time I'm on a plane, I'm gonna go to go to the cockpit. I'm gonna say I'm gonna fly this bad boy. It's just wind and air. Yeah, you just go with it. You'll get arrested by an yeah. air marshal. <laughs> what? No, no, I can fly this bad boy. There's, no, there's nothing to it. Wind, um, air. Also, weren't there trains in World War One? Yeah, but they weren't as fast as they, they were, were like they weren't they underground were like, they were like coal locomotives i see I'm, okay i'm shuffling because yes perhaps is, is pantomiming shoveling coal in case anyone was curious um but he he when that train pulls up he actually he's never seen a train before yeah, well he's never seen a train that fast oh okay dude it's the 80s i remember right. how fast trains were in the 80s i can't you know yes i'm sure <laughs> remember the first time you were in the 80s and you saw an 80s train mm -hmm. first time you rode the subway it would have been funnier if he looked at it and he was like, wow, an 80s train. <laughs> if everything he said was, oh, yeah. wow, 80s clothes. <laughs> oh, this is an 80s trash can? He, Rad. He, he, might, <laughs> he might be the most charismatic actor uh, yeah. working right now. I think. Okay. I think so. He's just so charismatic. He's beautiful. He's a beautiful man. He's funny. Those those eyes. God. Those just, they're like, it's like looking into Jesus. Yeah. They're two very attractive people. Yes. I will say, I think these Wonder Woman movies do a good job of, like, giving Gal Gadot, like, enough limited room to work with. Because she's not a great actor. Mm -hmm. But she's, like, a movie star. And, like, she, you know, like, 
know, she commands the, the stage whenever yes. she's... She's a presence. Point. Yeah, she's presence. a total presence. But, like, they don't, like... They know, like, what her limits are. Mm-hmm. And they don't try to give her, like, too medium scenes. Right. I thought it's she like, was good in this, though. Yeah. it's. I, I mean, I think it's, like, a great balance. Like, they yeah. know what to give her for what she's capable of. I like that scene in the White House where Cheetah beats her the first time. Yeah. And it's before she renounces her wish, so she's all, like, weak and shit. Yeah. She's just, like, all fucked up and looks like a zombie. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. But, you know, it, it's it's got a lot of heart. It tries to do some things. I think the the nonsensical plot can be forgiven to an extent uh, based on, you know, some of the other aspects of it. But, um, you know, over... I, I thought the ending was... I thought the ending was poor. The ending was poor, but... Same with the first one, sort of. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know, man. I wasn't expecting, like, Citizen Kane <laughs> I <wasn't>. going into, <laughs> totally going into this. Um, I think, like, I, like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why uh, why it's being viewed as such a bad movie. I think because I guess... people have been sitting on their couches and they're jaded and they haven't seen anything recently... And it's the first time they've gotten a blockbuster film like this. I don't think this yeah. has never happened before. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. It's the first time and watching I think, a blockbuster film yeah. like new from your couch. And I think the spectacle of sitting in a theater and people cheering even at crap um, obviously didn't happen in this case. So people were more critical of watching it alone in yeah. privacy. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, they can get up and do what they want and pause it or whatever. Yeah. Did you Did you pause it at all or like... Check your phone. I try to make it as I, much of a theater-like yeah. experience as possible. I didn't pause it. I made it. my floors really sticky. I did, <laughs> Poor popcorn. Yeah. Like, just under butter. Me. Just yeah. yeah. I, I invited dumped, a I, random family <laughs> to sit behind me and kick my seat. Yeah. <laughs> I invited a couple of teen- teenagers to sit in front of me and just talk shit about the movie the entire yeah. time. <laughs> um, I, I didn't check my phone at all. Um, I Actually, that's not true. I, I picked it up once when Chris Pine showed up and I texted all of you and I said, Chris Pine is a delight. (laughs) That was the one time I texted during the film. Yeah. Which Um, you would have done in theaters. Yes. I would have done, I would have leaned over to you. I've been like, he is a delight. (laughs) Um, and then I paused it once in the middle to go like grab a glass of water. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's got to be almost over. And I looked at it and there was an hour and 20 minutes left. And I was like, holy shit. Jesus. It's like, fucking hell, this movie's long. Yeah. Um, but that definitely takes away from the, movie experience like not seeing it with other people and oh for sure just like being on your phone and like looking at instagram the entire time right and, like if you're right. not going to be fully invested then why bother why bother okay another fucking stupid thing yeah, that well, that mayan that mayan priest that they find just so he can give them the book on the monkey's paw yeah she's I, like you're not really mine are you he's like my grandfather was a mayan he gave me this book I have this business here in this place I can't afford. I thought that was Aziz sorry for a second. <laughs> Is that racist? Uh, probably. He looked more Indian American than he did Mexican American. He definitely didn't look Mayan. I don't know what Mayans <laughs> yeah. look like. But... <laughs> uh, but, you yeah, know. Yeah. The, uh, no, there, 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 there's a lot of this movie that could have been cut or whittled down. Yes. Um... Well, the first, like, 70 minutes are them, like, chasing the MacGuffin, trying to figure out, what is this thing? Yeah. Like, that could have been shaved. Like, a lot of, a lot of the movie could have been, could have been shaved down. Yeah. Um, I've seen more bloated movies. Yes. I've seen tighter movies. Yes. 
I've seen tightly bloated movies. Yeah. Um, Raph, would you, especially with it being so easily accessible, would you recommend Wonder Woman 84? I would recommend it. I would say go into it with an open mind. Um, know that this isn't, you know, DC is making really different movies from what Marvel's making. Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't some interwoven complex plot sort of movie. This isn't some interwoven plot-driven movie with, you know, a bunch of ties to other shit. I think Patty Jenkins made, like, a, a super ambitious movie, and it happened to be a, a Wonder Woman superhero movie. And I think that within itself is, like, pretty impressive. The mm -hmm. fact that she, like, had the balls to make this movie, so to speak. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> some real cojones on that on one. On that Patty J. Yeah, on that Patty J to make this movie. Um, yeah. That, I would great. recommend it. Would you? Um, I am kind of on the fence. I would say I would say that if you have HBO Max, watch it. Why not? You, it's available to you. Um, if this was only in theaters and you had to pay $16 for a ticket, yeah. I would ebb on the side of saying wait for it, wait to, for it to, to come to stream. straight to DVD. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But, I mean, there are parts to like, if you like looking at attractive people, yeah. watch it, I guess. And Pedro Pascal. And Pedro Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, Rav. Life is good, but it can be better. We'll see you next time. <laughs>